well, hasn't it been a while since I've done a podcast or anything, but I thought what better time to do it than right now when it's actually holiday season over here. So we're heading into December and Christmas season and end of year parties are on their way and I'm pretty sure a lot of people who are wanting body change and transformation change and not happy within their bodies are saying well fuck what am I gonna do when pastries come out the sandwiches come out what am I gonna do when I get invited to drinks blah 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 and what's gonna happen when you wake up on the scale one day and all of a sudden you're three kilos light heavier and you're wondering what the fuck just happened so I'm pretty much just going to blabber on about a whole heap of things that could help you and I might miss out on quite a few things as well so if I do don't be afraid to like shoot me a message or something and ask me to cover something else that I left out because I'll be happy to do that but one main thing I want to focus on because it's something that happens like even out of holiday season is you wake up one day and maybe a couple of days and you're like a few kilos heavier on the scale. That's if you weigh yourself. I usually get my girls not to weigh themselves because they can be too emotionally attached to the scale and kind of fuck up their progress even more because they say, well, fuck it, nothing's changing and then they just go binge and blah, blah, blah. So I actually don't at all get them to use it unless they prove to me they are emotionally detached from the scale and they are happy within their skins, then I can use it as a measure. But that's all it is, a measure among many. I usually use their biofeedback because their biofeedback to me is be all end all. If they do not give me their biofeedback, then I will give them no feedback back. Like, it's a weekly feedback in detail that allows me to know if there's any issues, any progressing or anything. I will not change a thing and I will not give any feedback unless that biofeedback is done because that is exactly how important it is. The weight on the scale is a simple number. That's all. Like, photos are what you want, but at the same time, photos do not change in, like, unless you're in comp prep and you're changing weekly, photos, you won't expect to see that much change in less than a month. Like, it takes about three to four weeks for your body to show anything. And if you see it as a lifestyle, and you actually take it slow and sustainable so that it's something you can maintain and you are thinking about the after diet, then that's exactly the way you want it to be. Biofeedback and photos every four to six weeks. I usually go, I usually shoot for four weeks with a lot of the girls that actually want to see the change quickly. But otherwise, I push for six-week photos because I feel that it is best to focus on the biofeedback and the feels more so than obsessing over the looks and the aesthetics that can make you feel like shit. Anyway, back to what I was saying. So, many factors that can influence your weight, also including the time that you eat at night. And no, not because eating late means that you're just going to store it as fat because your body can't like digest any of it, so now it's just staying as fat. Is because, yeah, it can't digest as efficiently because you're freaking asleep and your body's blood is shuttled to recovering your body from the stresses. It's detoxing you in your sleep. That's why you do not need to take detox teas or do detox plans. Your body detoxes when you sleep. 
it recovers muscles. It, it like all the the cells, I should say, not to get into technical terms, but the cells of your body that fight inflammation, they all rise. Like the number of them proliferates as you sleep. So in those like periods where your body's doing all that stuff, and that's exactly why sometimes you may wake up to pee in the night because your body's detoxing and. Like, your kidneys are a detox organ. You don't need to take teas to detox. You don't need to clean this, that, the other to detox because it does it all itself overnight. Anyway, so, your body, your belly will still have some food remnants in it. Maybe your bowels still have some poop sitting in there. Which is why sometimes if you don't eat your breakfast until like 10 o'clock and you end up doing a shit between 8 and 10, I'm sorry for not being so lady-like, but I say it as it is. But if you end up doing one of those, okay, if you end up doing a number two before like 10 a.m. when you weigh yourself again and before you eat again, you might even be like one, two kilos lighter because your shit weighs that much. Like, stress, sleep, actually, yes, because your body is doing all of this stuff while you're sleeping, you can actually wake up heavier if you have not had a good night's sleep you need to factor all of this stuff in like there are days where i wake up two kilos heavier because not only did i eat close to bed than usual but i drank way more at night time than i did the day before or i was so stressed that night that i had a shit sleep or i slept less hours so or i weighed myself earlier so my body didn't digest to the same level. My inflammation from training or from the day didn't go down. And yeah, that all plays a role. So no, you did not gain fat overnight. And no, no matter what you do, you cannot put on a whole freaking kilo of fat in one night unless you eat like 30,000 freaking calories that day. And even then you'd be lucky too. I mean, it takes constant days of surplusing and eating like a freaking donkey that are gonna do it so you need to remember that holiday season is about family and it's about enjoying the process if you can't enjoy the process feel good about everything that you're doing and do it all with passion which means you train because you love it you eat a certain way because it makes you feel a certain way or look a certain way or both which I really hope it's both because if you have the right nutrition plan, you should be feeling freaking awesome. Then why the freaking hell are you doing it? Honestly, just go be fat and sit on a couch and get weak and be prone to injury when you're older and have weak bones and a lot of sicknesses pop up when you're older and have more time to recover from bone fractures and whatever the hell. Honestly, if that's what you want to do, then do it. But if you are emotionally attached to your goal and if you know that it is a lifestyle that there is an after diet then after every diet you need to figure out a way to pull yourself back out of a deficit so that your body can maintain on more food get stronger perform and you stop eating like a 10 year old then you will be able to actually change your body because you understand that it's a process that's exactly what happens during holiday periods. You're gonna have to pick your battles when you wanna actually battle. Like, for example, me. There is one day that I know that I have a Christmas party, and that is December 15th. 
And yeah, I know that there is Christmas Day as well, but on Christmas Day, we don't actually do all that much. And I am able to pick my own foods for the actual Christmas Day and have them prepared. I'm able to take a freaking fruit salad to it, my own seafood to it, because I love seafood, and I'm able to eat something close to my plan. Because my battle that I picked is December 15th. And you know what, pick two days of battle. If you want to celebrate one certain Christmas party and one certain Christmas day, which is the only Christmas day, I should have just said, and you want to celebrate Christmas day. But if you want to celebrate those two days, then make them certain in your head and make it sure, like plan it in your head what you are going to do that day. Because if you do not plan in your head and you make yourself okay with straying for those two days, all you're going to feel afterwards is guilt. Like you need to punish yourself. And no, you don't need to freaking punish yourself because no, you are not gonna get fat from those two days. If for the rest of the freaking year, you are consistent. You know that you can work hard, you put in the work and you're doing it with love and passion because then you can actually give it your all. You can do everything you need to do to get yourself to where you need to be in the time that it requires to get there. Because if you're going to hate it every single step of the way, then you may have blowouts. You will freaking feel like you're not getting anywhere and that will just spiral you into more of a cascade. That is why being okay with being not okay is the way to go. Like for example, if I stuff up like one powerlifting meat, like the last one I didn't really stuff up, I got forced to shove tampons up my nose, but nothing went to plan because I was told to put tampons up my nose before the whole day began. But I still enjoyed it because I freaking love lifting I love challenging myself and I love the environment and the community around me. So I was able to make that day a fun day and then bitch about it after. And the only thing I let linger with me is the fact that I had tampons up my nose, not the fact that I lifted shit compared to what I expected, which was still a damn inspiration for so many people who kept saying congratulations when I didn't feel like I actually did anything. So you are still you at the end of the day. You are still you with the same goals at the end of the day so work towards them but make sure that you're enjoying the process if you step on this scale and it's heavier one day well don't be so freaking attached to it because you're just making it harder to track your progress if you're going to let one little thing throw you off and especially because if you are coming to me or any coach or to yourself at a pretty average body weight or pretty skinny fat, I should say, skinny fat especially, your body weight isn't gonna change all that much and it's gonna fuck you up mentally. Hell, the photos probably aren't even gonna change all that much because yeah, what you wanna do is actually try and reap the novice gains and fat loss at the same time. Because as a novice and as like, a starter upper in the gym and that even means someone that's been training for like three years <coughs> and for the first time ever they're actually starting on a proper program it includes those people too because you can put on some muscle size while you're losing fat like in that way but if you've been training for quite a bit intermediate lifter then it's not going to work that way and you need to actually decide what you want most whether to gain muscle or to lose fat, stick to it and do it. And realize that you're not gonna be happy with the fat mass on you if you choose to bulk straight away. So I would say do a little, little cut. This, when I say this stuff, 
this is all in absence of any food relationship issues or food disorders or eating disorders. If you have a bad relationship with food, I will not recommend you to start a cut straight away. I will put you onto maintenance calories, get you to get stronger in the gym and focus on your biofeedback. I will take all measures away from you pretty much and use your performance and your biofeedback as a way to go. And your frequencies of binging, less and less, and your relationship with food, better and better. That would be my focus first. Yeah, your body's going to change in the process because you're changing your mindset to food and you're probably going to be binging less, meaning your body will probably be dropping fat. But it's not my focus. The fat loss, the strength, the muscle gain, that all happens as a byproduct of me focusing on the actual stuff that matters for you in the moment. And this doesn't just mean me. This means you applying it to you if you don't have me. Think of it that way. And then, if you are skinny, fat, and your relationship with food is good, maybe go into a slight cut for a little bit and then build yourself up and realize that you need to build yourself up so that you get to a point where you're eating enough food and doing enough like intensity and training to get you to your desired results. And then once you're doing just enough, progress from there. Add in more intensity, add in more training volume. Do whatever you need to do with your food manipulations to get you to your goals. But what I'm trying to say to you in all of this rambling is that it is a process. Everything I just said does not happen in a month, in 12 weeks, which is why 12 week challenges shit me. Yeah, I'm thinking of running maybe one or two, but it's not gonna be the be all end all. It might be a leeway into online coaching. It might be a leeway into like another phase, like a 12 week program. And then they go on to a level two 12 week program where it follows from there and they just pay in 12 week blocks. But it will never be the be all end all because the last thing I wanna do is leave someone stranded like with no after diet. That's why six-week things, 10-week things, 12-week things, they are meant to lead you into, like, a slower thing. Like, yeah, okay, do something for 12 weeks that's rapid, but ensure that you have something to fall into that is sustainable, because otherwise you're just gonna get, like, there is, there's that saying that diets make you fat. Well, that is why. There is a saying that running makes you fat. That is why. It has nothing to do with running itself or dieting itself that makes you fat. It's the way you approach both of them. Because if you have shitty ass nutrition and you're running your ass off, you're going to be losing muscle. And we all know that muscle is way more metabolic than fat. It may not be sparking your calorie burn all that much more, but compared to fat, there is a big difference, especially between the appearance as well. The appearance of one kilo of fat to one kilo of muscle is immense. <coughs> Go get a brick from outside, a house brick. You see that brick? That is what one kilo of fat looks like. You want to know what one kilo of muscle looks like? I'd say get a stick of cheese. Like a small 20 gram stick of cheese. Plenty difference. Let that sink in. I'm really hoping I covered everything. I wanted to try get this in within 15 minutes and cut it off at 15 minutes, which I'm doing right now. So yeah, share this around. 
if it helped you and if you want to hear more about anything like this or have any questions I will be checking my podcast app if you want to leave comments on here and if you want to like it it doesn't really do much because it's on Anchor and Spotify but if you like it at least I know that you like this sort of ramble and I'll do more of them.